Welcome to Weishi Radio on 91.8 Hayes FM, your local radio and worldwide podcast that's interactive through Facebook Lives and special guests. Join Nicola Chan each week as she helps you with your body image, mindset, fitness and health to feel confident and find your true potential. Hello and welcome to another episode of Weishi Radio. I am your host Nicola Chan. Today's episode I speak to Kerry O'Sullivan. She is a tantric embodiment and energy coach and she's also been my coach for the last few months of 2021 and for about six months in 2020. Um, I first heard Kerry's story back in June 2020 and I knew that I wanted to work with her. Some of her story reflected my own and I just felt that I needed someone to help me on the next stage of my journey. I believe that every coach needs a coach and you're only your best self when you have someone help helping to pull you forward just as you do that for your clients. And so I got myself my own coach because I lead by example and I believe that you should invest in yourself the same way I believe my clients should invest in themselves and work with me. I also need to invest in myself and work with other people. The same with fitness. I teach people fitness. I'm a personal trainer and I also have a coach who helps me with weightlifting. So I'm excited to share with you Kerry's journey so that you can hear from her own mouth and also some of the work that she does in case anyone would be interested in working with her also. I thoroughly recommend her and she has had a massive impact in my life and on my journey. Shall we start with a deep breath? <laughs> Let's start with a deep breath. Come on. <sighs> so welcome everybody. I'm Nicola Chan. This is Weishi Radio and my special guest today, I'm assuming you are over this side because you are on my camera, um, is Kerry O'Sullivan. Yay! Hello! You right? So I really wanted to get Kerry on this show for a long time because Kerry's actually been a big part of my life and my journey for kind of since June, July 2020, all the way up until now. Um, and she will continue to be in my life, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. And I actually had only heard of Kerry's story right in the very beginning. And immediately then I knew I wanted to work with her and have her in my life. <laughs> and so this is... <laughs> Kerry's opportunity to, to share her story with anyone else who hasn't met Kerry yet um, and we can dive into some questions and find out what a goddess is because Kerry is uh, a leader of goddesses. <laughs> I don't think I look very goddessy goddess. today, I'm not in my goddess, my full goddess today, but I am, I'm still a goddess, exactly, I'm still a goddess. Always a goddess. I've got my goddess cup. So, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the things Kerry teaches us anyway is to show up as your true self. So however you are in this moment in time, that is welcome and accepted. So yeah, there we are. So totally. Henry, if you'd like to introduce yourself, and I'd love to know a little bit about your story and what got you to where you are now. Oh, Bly, how long have you got? Well, I'll, do, I'll, I'll, do, I'll give you a little intro first. So um, my, my name's Kerry O'Sullivan, and I call myself the Energy Alignment and Tantric Embodiment Goddess is my new title. I do change it quite a lot. And I empower sort of busy women who have really lost that connection to themselves and actually lost connection to life as well. And I run lots and lots of programs, different types of programs, my Goddess Awakening program and couples ones as well I do. And I show these beautiful goddesses how to connect into who they truly, truly are, how they can connect into their truth into their sexual energy. And that's the stuff that really lights me up and blows my mind because 
um, it's so, so powerful. And I'll talk about that a bit more in a minute. But when we tap into that sexual energy, into that life force energy, what we do is we, we heal ourselves from the inside. We can connect into our past, into the present and into the person that like, we really want to be in the world. And, and that's the stuff that really, truly lights me up. So, um, so my story, oh, because I, I, I talk about this so often, okay, you kind of forget, like, it's, it's important to have a bit of my backstory, so, but the summary version of it is that four years ago, I left my job, so I used to work in uh, media, and I loved my job, but I was on the kind of hamster wheel, constantly going all the time, and never really jumping off because I felt that that's what I loved I love to be busy all the time love to feel stressed so to say I love stress because it actually I used to come out with stuff like that because I thought that that's what I wanted in my life um and it was only when I stopped and I left the corporate world and went into like nothingness I suppose in a way like silence and I started meditating and I I joined um a teacher did some meditation and it was only when I started to like quiet in my mind that I realized how busy it was. And there was so much that I used to say and tell myself that to the beginning, it was just a big like mess of noise and it was really, really hard to listen to. So when I first started listening, I had lots of things come up and especially around sex, like so much stuff was coming up around sex and about who I wanted to be and how I wanted to unleash this person inside of me. And I had all this raging like hormones and sexual energy. And I was like, what am I going to do with this? Like, oh, it totally threw me off. And I actually spoke to my meditation teacher. I was like, is this normal for me to feel like this for meditation? I mean, gee, no wonder people love it, you know. Um, <laughs> It's a bit mad, but as that all kind of filtered down and went from like crazy into like a bit more grounded, I started to kind of get memories and flashbacks of things that happened to me in my past, and that was the stuff that was really, really like knocked me off my perch because I had no idea, um, like consciously for my whole life that this stuff had actually even happened to me. Um, and I, obviously I must have been aware about it in a subconscious level but I wasn't aware of it consciously and it's something that I totally suppressed so throughout my life I'd um, been through sort of sexual trauma and stuff like that and and it was it was really hard when it all came back to kind of be dealt with and so through um, I joined a program called the energy alignment method and we started to kind of go through like okay so these are the memories that are coming up but How's that making you feel now? So it wasn't about dragging up every detail about what happened and where I was, who it was with. It was about how's it making you feel now? And I had so much shame, so much disgust around my body and how I connected with myself and how I felt about myself. And that all came up through this work. And then as I went further into the journey, that was like a 10 month journey. I then, um, someone recommended I went to see a tantric massage practitioner. And I'd never even heard of Tantra Massage. And it's a massage where you use sexual energy to heal the body and you use sexual energy um, to help you release and let go of what's in your, in your body and what's that trauma and things like that that are in you to like release and let go. And, and it was phenomenal. Like I couldn't believe when I went for this massage, it was four hours long. And I was like, how am I going to be somewhere for four hours and receive this massage? And it's, and it, it is using pleasure, um, pleasure and, 
and how you can connect to that place of bliss and pleasure, which allows your body to completely surrender and let go of what's in the way. And so I was so blown away. I was like, I need to train up in this because I need to be able to help other women that have gone through trauma. And it's not just through sexual trauma, women that have gone through birth trauma and any type of trauma we hold so much of it especially in our pussies or in our yoni you know that is where I held so much and I had a complete disconnect and I never I never knew that the fact that I had no connection with my you know vagina pussy vulva whatever you want to call it I had no connection with her at all and I didn't realize that was a problem because we don't talk about this stuff do we so through this whole exploration of myself, I, realized, I just I just want to yeah. highlight on that point that there'll be people yeah. who have never heard of this stuff before and haven't even heard those words even yeah. on this show before. Yeah, and feel completely disconnected to their body. But in a way, we are even taught that by society, even as women, and we have our menstrual cycle, our periods every month, and yet we have to hide it away, and we're not even able to just be honest and open about things that we're going through. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, you know, obviously now I'm in this field, and I even, you know, I talk quite openly about sex now, sexual energy, and I, and I was just saying this to Mark earlier. I, I, all I seem to get at the moment this week is just people sending me dick pics on bloody Facebook, feeling like because I talk about sex must mean I want to get that sort of thing in my messenger, and it's like, no, it isn't about sex. It isn't about someone thinking it's okay to send me stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? What it's about is about you connecting into yourself and into life energy. And I think when people hear the word sexual energy, they think, oh, I don't have sex. This has got nothing to do with me. I don't really want to have anything to do with that when it's so much more. And it's not even about sex itself. It's about connection. Um, I get quite passionate about it. <laughs> can you also, while you're on that part, can you also talk about that, the part of the body that you call the hara and the sexual energy? Because as you said, it may not even be about sex, but this is the place that we birth stuff. So we birth our children, yeah. we our birth our creative ideas. Yeah. So for, for me, like the whole, yeah, the whole, so the horror area is kind of like that whole area. It doesn't just in, incorporate your genitals. It also incorporates the, the whole of your kind of bottom part underneath your belly, really, that whole sense. And so for a lot of people, they might have like lower back problems and things. I think it's like lower back trouble. Like I used to have that, but actually it's, it was just complete tension and resistance that I had around this part of my body. So sexual energy birth, is birthed through that area. And it's also where your sacral chakra is. Um, and it's all linked to creativity and pleasure. So when I use sexual energy without connecting to pleasure or self-pleasuring, I use it just by connecting to it energetically. So if I want, if I want to connect to my creativity and I want to write some really good posts or I'm writing my book at the moment, I'll always make sure that that is one of the first things I do is connect to my sexual energy because it's how we were brought into the world, yeah? that the energy is so powerful that we can create children with it and we can birth children through that area of our bodies um, and we can manifest we can manifest like the life that we really desire through connecting into that energy and but I know that there's so much fear associated with that because it is so powerful this is the thing um, and so when you connect into that energy you can have orgasms without even touching yourself because the energy is so powerful um, and it might feel like a little bit <laughs> crazy and woo-woo for some people listening but it totally is um, and I think when I do workshops and stuff like that with people and I just get them to even acknowledge like what is your relationship with that part of your body and even that question can feel really awkward and feel like how can I not even know like how can I not even know 
what my relationship is because I've never even considered it. I never considered it. You know, I never thought to look at myself in the mirror or even study myself or understand the shape or how it looks or how I like it to look. You know, I've never really given it much thought. It's the same with other parts of our body as well, isn't it? Like a lot of people say that they feel their intuition in their gut like they have a gut instinct and they may mm. use those words and still be quite heady and not realise that it actually is the gut energy that's like driving them towards a certain direction. So yeah, and just you know, explain a little bit about energy was, as well. I was just going to say, as you know, in the programme, we uh, so people use their heads or people use their hearts, but when you're a goddess, you use your pussy for, for, um, <laughs> for decisions because she also has a voice, doesn't she? She also tells you what she wants. Um, so yeah in terms of energy so I am an energy worker I work in the world of energy and really what it means is being aware of the fact that you are not just a physical being and that there's energy that moves all around your body and when we don't connect to it um, what happens is it becomes stagnant and, and that's how we get blockages in our body so if you're feeling like sometimes we say oh I've got a really like blockage in my throat or I feel like I'm going to be sick or I've got a headache or I've got a bellyache, whatever it is, it's all energy. And we can we can move that, we can change it just by tapping into it, either through breath work, either through doing something like the energy alignment method. Like there's loads of ways that we can connect to this energy. But the first step is actually being aware of it. So when we you know when I say to people, you're an energetic being, they're like, what do you mean? And it's like like connecting into that piece around how do I feel? is sometimes one of the biggest things because we spend so much of our life in our head and it's all about the thoughts that are coming in and things like that but that's all energy too yeah but the feeling of how I feel sometimes can be really hard because there's a huge disconnect between your head and your heart which um, is why a lot of people don't allow themselves to feel their emotions it may be that you have an emotion and before you it actually touches you you're then reaching for something whether it's social media, a drink, yeah. exercise, whatever it is that's going to distract you from sitting in and feeling that emotion. Yeah, and that's where, so the, the, a lot of the work that I do, is it's called it, I call it embodiment work, and it's about bringing you into your body and allowing yourself to feel it, but not just feel like the emotions that are good, like the happy emotions. Like a lot of the time I found this is a lot of the work that I've done in the past is all this big emphasis on trying to make yourself feel better, trying to stop yourself from feeling angry, stop yourself from feeling frustrated, get rid of it. But actually through embodiment work, the way I work is that we don't just get rid of it, we feel it first and we bring it into our bodies and work with that energy because a lot of the time these emotions are the things that like can teach you the most about yourself, you know, and can allow you to really step into that place where you can express yourself fully. And I think we so often like mute ourselves, stop ourselves from feeling angry. And when we give ourselves permission to feel those things, magic happens. So the next time you feel angry, you know, let yourself feel angry, get a track on, dance it out. Like there's a lot we can do to, to bring that energy. It's not about going around and punching people or whatever. It's actually about you using it and you empowering yourself to do, you know, to work with that energy. It is really amazing. That's one of the, the biggest shifts that I had actually on that journey which I'll mm. share in our interview that we're doing after, because I'm yeah. actually going to be on Kerry's live, sharing my experience of being one of the goddesses. And that is one of the biggest things, is actually feeling my emotions. Because as an NLP coach, in a way, it kind of felt like I have this array of tools. So whenever there was an issue with me, I thought, well, I've got a tool for that. 
you know, and if I can't do it myself and journal it out or whatever, do it, use a tool on me, I'll, I'll get another NLP coach. And we have a few coaches that kind of help us out. Every coach needs a coach. But yeah, it was yeah, the first yeah. time that I felt that I wasn't broken and didn't have something that needed to be fixed. Like I could actually accept and allow whatever this negative mm. thing was at the time. And that's had a massive impact on everything. And I've been speaking to a few people, even just today, actually messaging someone and I, and I, and she was telling me about how she felt and how she wants to try and work on it, get rid of it, do this to it. Da, 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 da. And I was like, why don't you just accept it? Like maybe if you just accepted that you felt that way, it would allow it to move. And this is the thing where it comes back to energy again. When we resist feeling a certain way, it gets stuck in our bodies. It can get really stuck and it can come back. So you might do something, get rid of it, but it might come back again. And actually trying something where you can go, okay, I feel this. And not just doing the embodiment work, but actually owning it in the sense of being able to tell someone like your partner or even your kids. I mean, I've got a six-year-old and if I'm feeling a little bit like, I just say to you, do you know what? Mum's having a bit of a uh, day, you know, I'm not feeling myself. I just need a bit of space. And I think it's really good for us to teach our younger generation. It's okay to feel not good some days. And it's okay to say, can I have some space, please? And create those boundaries. And that's a whole new conversation. But when we start to connect into what we need and how we feel and accept the feelings, then we can try and find the things that we need to meet ourselves. And that could be space, that could be a hug, that could be support from someone. But we have to accept what's coming up for us first. Mm, I think that's a massive point, actually, especially right now when we're at home with our kids and homeschooling, getting their yeah. whole array of emotions as well and dealing with them on their ups and downs and leading by example that it's okay to have all of these mm-hmm. and that if you do want to use a tool or whatever to, to not keep it long lasting, you could dance it out or take some breaths or whatever and change your state. Mm-hmm. Totally. Let's go back to that part of your journey then. So you got to the, the stage where you'd had this tantra experience and you knew that this is something that you wanted to do. So that's a massive change, leaving like a normal normal job um, and then going into this more slower, more slow, feminine state of being and coaching, what was mm. your life like and how did the people around you support you or, or not support you with that transition? I, I don't think anyone really like didn't support me in the, when, I, when I decided to leave my job. And this was before I discovered any of this when I first left it. Like I knew that there was, I was leaving for a reason, but I didn't really know what that reason was. So when I left work, I kind of, I was a holistic therapist anyway. So I kind of just went into doing like reflexology and Reiki, all the things that I trained in, thinking that that was the thing that I wanted to do. And then realized that actually spending time in silence all day while my clients were asleep was not serving me because then my mind was just like whizzing around. I was like, ah. So eventually when I obviously went on this journey, tantra massage training, which was just over a year training. And then I kind of I just started working in that field and obviously working with people. Um, And then I realized that I had so much, so many things um, to offer to the world and so many things I wanted to do. I just started, I just put a course together. And, and to be honest, I think, I know my partner, Mark, when I initially said I'm leaving my job and I didn't have a job to go to, he was a bit like, what? I'm just like following my heart's yearning or something. I can't remember what I came out with. And he thought I'd lost the plot. 
um, my family, they've been a bit of a mixture in terms of what I, what I do. Like they support me in terms of they knew I'd be okay and I'd, I'd support myself and all that sort of stuff. But I think that they find it a little bit hard to get their head around what I do in the world in terms of talking about sex quite openly. But I, and I don't think it's necessarily just a family thing. I think it is because as a culture, we're just not used to talking about the stuff that I that I talk about quite openly on Facebook, you know. Um, when did you become it, okay to talk about that? It and was, obviously it was, before you had to press your own emotions and not even realise the trauma that you'd experienced, when did you firstly accept that for yourself and then be able to talk about it? Because that's a, it was, a very challenging thing for a lot of people. Yeah, it was going through, it was going through the tantra massage training, but also that then led me on to learning more about my sexuality and connecting more into that exploration. So I went to quite a few sexuality festivals and places where I got to do some amazing workshops where I got to release more of the trauma more of the things that were coming up for me and I was actually able just to be myself like whatever that looked like and be accepted for that so in the world of like in the tantra sexuality world there's no such thing as you're not welcome or everything's not welcome like if you've got a, a fantasy or a desire that you want to do or achieve you say it and you might get it met or you might get told no and it's a it's basically a culture where you're just encouraged just to be yourself and embrace everything that you are so I had this wild sexual goddess side that I really wanted to explore and understand like why was why what was king all about what was this all about and I all through this exploration and the things that I did on my journey it allowed me to feel that freedom that's what it was I set myself free from all of the conditioning and all of the things that I told myself that I couldn't be the person I wanted to be and I remember posting I think it was like two years ago I posted like a picture of me on Facebook and I was in like a fishnet all in one thing of like a butterfly thing over the top and I'd been at this festival and one of the, the night was you know come as you come in full expression of who you want to be or who you are and so I wore this thing and I thought yeah I feel amazing in this and I had these like butterfly wings on and um and it was all about I felt like I wanted to be free and I wanted to be sexy and and, I, and I, this was a space where I could be that person and not and it was like welcome totally welcomed um, and it didn't mean that I was completely healed because then I got I got opportunity to go and do like a body painting thing where I had to stand naked and be body painted live by some a beautiful soul Kelly who painted me but I sat I think it was about eight hours six to eight hours I stood there in a foam being painted and it was beautifully liberating but my god I was like petrified and so much stuff come up about being seen like that being seen naked um, and when you're surrounding yourself though with like people that feel really comfortable being naked and actually it's just your body and you see people accepting who they are all shapes and sizes I started to realize that my body is just it's just it's a part of me but my soul is the part that people fall in love with and that people love it's not about what size I am and after the years of like having bulimia when I was a child and all that sort of stuff it just made me realize that no one cares about the way you look so why don't you let that go you know yeah, mostly us caring isn't it inside ourselves yeah. and comparing to other people so it's amazing that you had this group of people who felt that way most people in society don't feel that way or don't express it that way 
Yeah, although if it's almost about this is why this acceptance piece is so important because I speak to so many people that have all these desires, have all these things that they want to do in their life, but they're never ever acknowledging it or meeting it or accepting it. And the thing is, it's like I, I'm in a long-term relationship and it didn't mean that I wasn't able to go and explore and go to these festivals. I still did that with the consent, with the boundaries, with the things that we created as a, as a relationship and, and we did it. And I, if someone had said to me, three years ago you know like I'll be able to go off and do these kink workshops and different things like that and being in a, a long-term relationship I thought what but actually it's made me realize that it takes a lot of different relationships to make the world go round yeah and there's lots of different things that people do that you're not even aware of behind closed doors and actually what do you want what do you want out of your life what do you want out of your relationship and what is stopping you from going there because those are the bits that you need to work on those are the bits you need to lean into mm. and how does this um like sexual expression have a knock-on effect on all the other areas of your life showing up as your true self Oh, ev everything, everything, because just think, things like, especially in my business, my business has gone from strength to strength because like, and I know you say this a lot, but I do lead because, uh, you know, if I can't show up, if I can't show up in my vulnerability, if I can't show up in my full expression, then how can I expect my goddesses to come on a journey with me? Like I, this, and that's what I, I live and breathe to inspire people and I inspire people through my showing up. So, and, and don't get me wrong, like there's sometimes I've put posts out and I've been felt physically sick as I've pressed the post button because I know it's like really vulnerable, but it's almost like I get this like calling from above that says like, you need to do this, Kerry, like you need to post this. This is not just, it's never just for me, yeah? It's for some, so there's always someone out there that needs to read that post and that keeps me going and that's the reason why. Um, I do it so it has absolutely impacted that it's, it's absolutely changed my relationship with Mark and how we are how we communicate it's changed my relationship as a mother because you know I've met myself and I've connected to myself in a way that I've never done and it's made me a better mum you know because I've, I'm happier in myself so this yes yeah, impacted everything yeah. Can we talk a little bit about the polarity the masculine and feminine energy and how that works in what respect? What do you want to What do you want to talk about? Just in terms of the. Like, I was thinking about, you were talking about your relationship, and then yeah. I was thinking about energy and all the work that you do. And I thought if you could explain to people about the masculine and feminine side, mm. I've been hearing a lot about that lately with all the Tony Robbins stuff going on. And you talk about the masculine and feminine within each of us, not just in your relationship. Yeah. So I spent my whole life in the masculine energy, which is a kind of doing energy. Um, doing pushing but not in a necessarily a bad way but just getting the job done way and so there's many women out there at the moment that are kind of and have done for generations have been in this kind of masculine mode because we've kind of taken over the, in the more traditional sense of what what a female would do yeah so we so quite often as, as women we end up being in the masculine so what happens is we just end up being in that doing role and we forget the essence of being feminine and the feminine in a, in a real nutshell is about the flowing like flowing going with the flow like being playful and and just like being as opposed to doing yeah so I bet there's many of you people are going to hear this who are women who are like ah I'm definitely more in my masculine and actually it's a dance because it's about once we understand masculine and feminine energy it's like 
okay, where do I need to be today? What do I need to step into? And I know like I've, I'm very aware now because I'm so in touch with my feminine now and I'm but when I go into masculine it feels a little bit uncomfortable when I'm too much in my masculine but sometimes I need to be in that place because if I've got loads to do and I need to get stuff done I need to be in that masculine and if I'm too far into that then there's almost like a bit of a scream internally going whoa Kerry you know connect into your feminine into your being get some music on get into your body and feel you know and that's more of the feminine energy so it is a dance so but what happens is to talk a little bit to the relationships when you're in relationship with someone or even in a friendship it's not necessarily about a romantic relationship it's also a dance so if one of you's more masculine um and the other one's feminine it you know it can work potentially depending on if the other person if you both start being masculine that's where the clashes come yeah and that's where when you're both feminine Oh, when you're both feminine, yeah. Do you either get nothing done or you're both feminine, you're both in the flow, and then one of you has to then step up to all drive things forward. But if you're both in the masculine, you both that's what happened when I first got together with Mark. Because in my last relationship, I was in my masculine energy totally. Got into a relationship with Mark, he was used to being totally in his masculine, and we're both were fighting for the control of the relationship. Like, whose role is this, you know? Um, and then you know now I've kind of gone into my family but I love being looked after and I love someone else taking charge because that's what always been my default so talking a little bit about the masculine and men because you work with women and goddesses but I know you've done some other stuff some lives and you have a load of people on there and there are some men in there so what are the men taking from the work that you do and do you work with men separately as well I have I generally I've worked with men like if they're friends or partners I don't tend to work with men I don't know just because just the whole energy around this this world that I'm in I think people just misinterpret the work that I do so I generally just work with men that I know or recommend it to me um, and I think the working with men is oh it's extremely powerful I loved it so when I did all my tantra massage training working with that masculine energy is so powerful and mainly because they're not used to stepping into their feminine quite often yeah and and it's just so beautiful and powerful to watch a man really connect into his emotions and connect into that feeling piece and also into the piece where they don't have to do anything and they can just completely surrender into receiving and into like being who they want to be rather than having all these conditions and things placed on them because they have so many conditions you know men don't cry and I know we are in, we're in a movement now well you know especially in my world there's so much support now for men in support groups and things like that and I would say to any men around this it's for me like anyone anyone that's listening it's all about like listening to yourself and your emotions and how can you meet yourself with what you might need and so it's about removing that stigma that you can't reach out for support and you can't like feel angry or feel annoyed. And so quite often, I think there's a bit of a, um, I'm finding it with my stepson really, because he's like, he's younger, but like when they start to grow up, there's, there's so much power almost in the, in the masculine and in your, your way of being that sometimes it's a little bit intimidating for men to realize their power that they have as well um and but it all comes back down to the acknowledgement of like what is going on in me what do I need what do I feel and what do I want in my life um so yeah I don't don't do specific work with men but I work with um couples 
um, which is also quite interesting because obviously when you when you work with couples, you get onto calls with couples and there's you can clearly see straight away like as I say who wears the trousers, but it it does and it's about getting that balance right in order for you to really connect. Um, well, whoever brought them to the sessions are probably the woman. <laughs> yeah, it normally is. That's why a lot of the time it follows on from like the goddess program and stuff. Because normally, like, when the woman's done all the work, now she's like, right, I need to sort out the relationship now. <laughs> Chris. <Yeah. laughs> So yeah, exactly. a lot of what you do is about journeys and you take people on a journey. So, and you've explained a little bit about yours to where you are now. So what's the next stage in your journey? So I, I mean, I've got, a, I've got such an exciting year coming up. So I'm just in the midst of writing my book. So I'm really excited about that. And that, I don't know the name of it yet, but I've been writing it for probably just over a year and not got very far. But now I've got a book coach and a publisher, editor, everything, the whole shebang. And I'm hoping to have a book out by the summer. So it'll be like one of the summer reads, hopefully. So that's like my focus for this year is writing my book. Um, and also just getting onto more stages, virtual stages to get this message out there into the world. Um, I've got big, I've got big visions about, you know, wanting to be on Loose Women, which I talk about quite a lot. But I wanna, I wanna be in a place where I can reach as many people as possible. And this is why I'm getting my book written, because I do. I love to inspire and I love to make a difference to people's lives. And I feel like with a book, I'm going to be able to get to more people. So that's my focus, as well as concentrating on my goddess and couples programs, which are all coming out throughout the year. So that's, yeah, it's keeping me busy. So is there anything else that you wanted to, to leave us with before we let everyone know how they can contact you and find out more? Um, I suppose just a, a connection exercise, just to leave you with something that you can actually do for yourself. And we did it at the beginning just taking a breath and it seems like such an alien concept just to go well breathe and they're like well we always breathe but it's about breathing in a conscious way so like being aware of your breath so in order that like the first step in any awakening and any journey for you to really understand who you are what you feel um, and just checking in with yourself is just to take a breath so just to sit there get comfy you can but you can do it Nicola Get comfy and put your feet on the ground is always ideal because it's really nice it makes you feel secure and grounded and then just taking a few breaths in for your nose and out for your mouth and when you do it really allowing yourself to exhale so you I'll I'll do it and you'll hear me you'll think oh she's loud but this is how I do it And then one more. And as your body begins to settle, just checking in with yourself, you know, how am I today? How am I? And what do I need? What do I need at the moment? And just be in awareness to whatever's coming up and whatever your body's saying. Because whatever's there is what your body, your body and your, you know, your mind, whatever it is that's talking to you is trying to say. And it could be really simple things like a cup of tea, I'm thirsty, or I'm hungry, my belly's rumbling, or I feel tired, or, or I've got a headache. You know, whatever it is, just acknowledge it and just bring your awareness to it for a moment. 
And then just take a couple of breaths into that, into what you've just felt. And then one more. When you're ready, just to wriggle your hand and your feet, roll your shoulders, give yourself a little stretch. And, and that's it, basically. To do that, like a few times a day. And when I tell clients that I start working with, like to do that a few times a day, it honestly feels like the biggest mountain to climb because sometimes it's so much easier when you're there. You just got to imagine that I'm there going, have you breathed? You the like, the then you've got mummy, mummy, mummy. <laughs> yeah, but this is where you need to say, state your boundaries. This is where you need to say, well, mummy's just about to undo a few breathing. It takes less than a couple of minutes. Yeah. You know, find that time for yourself. Exactly. Get them involved. It's the best thing. So, yeah. But just to say thank you for that breath, and it's nice to finish the same way we started. But it reminded me actually of your podcast that you did. And are you going to be doing any more? So I really enjoyed them. Yeah, so they're all on my website. So it's I I was actually um, a radio presenter of Serenity Radio, and and I did loads of... um, loads of like shows on there so they're actually under my um on my website under my free resources so you can listen to them all on there so, so if, if anyone wants to try a bit of kerry's coaching for free then um go and check well, out the podcast yeah it's, it's, all, it's all on there talk to you about something and then you do an exercise like that so you actually get yeah it and i'm going to create my own one at one point but this is on the list so my website is kerryosullivan.co.uk. So on there, you can read about the stuff that I do, the programs, the Goddess Awakening, the couples one that I do. And yeah, you can sign up for my newsletter. I've got a weekly newsletter, so you can sign up for that and you can hear about what I do then. Brilliant. Thank Perfect. you so much for coming on, Kerry. Thank you. I'll see you on the other side when I'm in the hot seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 You've been listening to Weishi Coaching, your mindset motivation for when you're on the move. For more info, please go to www.findmyway.com.